This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC, sheltering in place from north of the border, my good friend, Tony Greco from Ottawa. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Let me, let me get up through some jumping jacks, Pete. Yeah, I mean, I thought you were doing I thought you were doing that already before we got on here because you're always fired up, which I love. So for full disclosure, we partnered with Tony several years ago and brought in some capital into Greco. And now that company is growing more locations and a full digital platform uh, out of Toronto. And uh, hopefully that continues to grow exponentially going forward. Tony's really focused here on the mind and behavior and, and controlling the brain. So we wanted to kind of pivot into a podcast related to, you know, understanding your body, understanding how to train your brain. And Tony's going to give us some, uh, some tips here on how to better ourselves uh, in the process, because uh, if you follow these steps, you're going to be in a different mindset. So Tony, give a little background on, you know, we've already covered your, your personal background and your uh, wired shut mouth on your, uh, from your karate as a kid, <laughs> uh, martial arts, but, you know, talk about what you've been focused on lately and how you've been helping elite athletes take it to an even higher level. Yeah, I've been really focused on the power of the mind because everything stems from the mind. Uh, one of the things that I found was very fascinating is that over 22 years of uh, having the uh, small boutique style, very personalized training, which now Greco has taken, like you were saying, uh, to Toronto and growing a great online business, you know, it's amazing because when people used to come into the facilities, their main goal was, look, I got to lose 10 pounds. I got to lose 20 pounds. So, you know, they started to enroll in a program and then they, they got a kind of a standard meal plan and made some better eating habits. But after about three weeks, what amazed me was that it was like, oh my gosh, I feel so much better. I have so much energy. I, you know, I don't know. I just, I feel great. So that's when I started to realize and go, okay, wait a minute. I mean, obviously there's a lot more to it than exercise and it's obviously about the brain and everything stems from the mind. So I started to research it more and more and obviously wrote the book, Strong Mind, Lean Body. And I really got right deep into the weeds. It's like, you know, well, look, I'm not a neuroscientist, but I mean, I feel better when I work out. Everybody I talk to feels better when they work out. So how do we get everybody feeling great because during these crucial times right now, as we know, it's important to be fit. But I think it's most important to have the mindset of a good, positive person that's going to make decisions, uh, is going to learn how to deflect obstacles that hinder people's positive growth. So um, one of the things I did is I started to uh, follow my mindfulness coach. Uh, her name is Manali, and she's a great soul. And uh, she teaches a Reiki master, a spiritual leader, uh, there's other, also other doctors, Dr. Joe Dispenza, which are really world-renowned of great people that are top neuroscientists. And one of the things that I, that I found is that when you exercise, and there's all sorts of studies out there, you increase cognitive function. You're, you're more alert. Uh, you know, you're more in the game. You feel better. Now, I'm not going to say it's going to uh, cure... Uh, you know, depression and uh, Alzheimer's, but there's actual scientific studies that will really help you prevent that. So when you tie it into fitness with these athletes, it's amazing because I say, look, we go, our mind goes through 60 to 70,000 thoughts every single day. So imagine your, 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 your brain. I think mine's doing that like every hour, dude. And I think you're also actually, the average person does 70,000. I do 70,000 an hour. 
<laughs> Tony Greco. <laughs> well, you probably do seventy thousand a minute. I know the I way do, you roll me. Dude, my brain's there. always moving, dude. My uh, I, I talk in my sleep, and <laughs> my my fiance last night, she's like, "Well, I don't know what you were talking about, but you, you were saying like you got to accept this term on the deal." And I'm like, "I was thinking about you the whole time, baby." <laughs> I love it though. I love your energy. That's what I'm saying. You're fired up, and you get me fired up, right? Yeah, you're fired so, up all about yourself. So you create you create an amazing energy, and that and that, that is an, an amazing quality to have because sixty to seventy thousand thoughts going through your brain every single day. The ironic thing is that ninety percent of those thoughts are the exact same thoughts. So what happens is if you roll out of bed and you roll out on the left side of the bed, then you go into your kitchen and you you take your same kind of coffee cup that you drink of every day. So what happens, and the reason why I mention this is that what you're doing is you're living in the past memories of the past that were these thoughts that got you to where you were today. So for instance, a lot of people store negative thoughts and they, they wake up saying negative things. Like for instance, if it starts to rain, they're like, oh man, another rainy day, as opposed to changing the way you think on, oh, this is going to be a great day to read a book or a great day to listen to some new age music. So it's, it's all the way you say these messages in your mind. Now, people that are listening right now are going, well, it sounds like easy, but it's not that easy. You know, when I have this and I have that, uh, that I have to think about. But that's my point, because once you get to the age of 35, and this is all scientific, biology, uh, biology states that you actually create this record of past experiences from your childhood. So your decisions, which one of the greatest gifts we have is the freedom to make whatever decision you want to make, is depending on that hard drive of data input from the past. So all your past records are in this database. And the way you react it, because every choice leads you to have an experience. Every experience gives you that behavior. Every behavior produces that emotion. So if it's a bad emotion, your automatic output of your data drive or your, your database is what you were acquiring in the past. So in order to change the way you feel, you got to change the way you think. And that's the key. Do you think that the average person is talking to themselves right now in a mode of, I want to get more progress or I just want to get by? I mean, is, is part of the issue, like you get stuck in this, my thoughts and my routine is a certain way. We had a guy on a, on a podcast the other day and he was talking about the reasons why he's not motivated to go to the gym is because it's not fun enough for him. So his thoughts have already like conditioned him to say like that, that action leads to failure. So I'm not going down that path because that's been his past experience with, with health clubs. So when you take a look at the average person that you're working with, let, we'll talk about the elite athletes later, but do you think people understand the power of what they have the ability to do? Not at all. And that's unfortunate. You know, everybody, a lot of people doubt themselves. A lot of people fear themselves. It's the first thing that happens. And, 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 and it's a shame. And I think, again, like just studying from a lot of the courses I've been taking, I go, why is that? And part of the reason it's the upbringing, like for instance, you know, when we grow, when we were growing up and we were going to high school or, or we were, you know, trying out for that competitive soccer team or football team, it's like, we're always thinking of, oh, what's my coach going to think? What is my parents going to think? It's like, we're never thinking about ourselves. So what happens is we instill this, this kind of fear and doubting because we're always thinking to better somebody else. 
So if you change again and, 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 and not, don't look at the progress, I mean, look at aiming way, way higher. I believe that with the right mindset and the right action and the right people beside you, I mean, the sky's the limit. And, and also a lot of people that believe in, in what, they're, what they're doing are true winners. And, and what I mean by that is that they, they succeed at it because they believe so much in their idea. Most people don't believe they can do it. They doubt and they have the fear factor. So like to answer your question, it's just the progress. There's no movement. And I always say, you know, don't, don't confuse progress and movement. They're two different things. Right. So when you, when you start focusing on training your elite athletes, you know, and they're in the top, you know, 0.05% from a physicality standpoint, how do you get someone to get to that same level on how they use their brain? Well, one of the things that I started to do with them is to meditate. And they're like, what do you mean meditation? Like I got to close my eyes and chant on? No, that's not what meditation is. Meditation is keeping the mind still. Because as an entrepreneur, as a, a you know, elite athlete, there's pressures, there's stress, there's uh, you know, goal setting, all that's going through your mind. So if you can keep a still mind, then you're going to be able to focus more. So you're not meditating. For instance, to take a hockey player, you're not going to meditate the day of the game on a bench because you're already in the zone. Uh, you know, you want to anticipate that puck going into the corner. You want to anticipate that basketball going into that hoop. You want to anticipate you kicking a field goal. So you're already there. But the prep work leading to that helps your mind to focus more. So that can be really easy. I say, look, in the morning, just recite daily affirmations in your mind. You know, I will do my best today. I will be the best person I can be. I know it's going to take discipline. I'm ready to make this commitment right here, right now. Boom, that alone. You know what? I'm going to make better eating habits today. And uh, I know that I love dessert, but instead of three, I'm going to have one. Boom. So that's already programmed in your mind, your subconscious mind, which is an area we don't tap into on a regular basis, that if you are put in that situation, you're going to be more mentally prepared. So meditation is one. Uh, breathing, proper breathing too. Like really, that's another thing. Like we're like breathing. What do you mean? I'm breathing right now. No, but breathing where you're not consuming as much energy, like really deep down from your diaphragm. Really yeah, I did that. Uh, I did that Wim Hof uh, yeah. method, dude. That was insane. Isn't that amazing? And I went in, yeah, and then I went into you know like two minutes of cold water. Unbelievable. And then I slept probably the best I've ever slept to, to the point where I was drooling. Yeah. I woke and up and I was like, wow, my brain actually like turned itself off for a period of time. Isn't that incredible? And the, and what you also did, Pete, is you see, you've trained the unknown and that's what most, you know, average people don't train. Now that's what the, a lot of elite athletes do. You know, they train the unknown. So they're like, they're going beyond their limit. There's an old saying, you know, is getting there's one thing, staying there's another one. And I believe a lot of great leaders do a lot more than the people that are not leaders on, on a team or, or, or in a sport or whatever the case may be, because they're always doing more. You know, they're making more challenges for themselves. But at the end of the day, they believe in themselves that they can get through these obstacles because they've been there. It's like, it's like you doing the two-minute breathing. You ask someone, the average person, well, look, I held my breath for two minutes and I went in a cold tub. They're like, what? What are you talking about? Automatically, they're doubting themselves. But now if you start to say, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you little steps on how to do that. And you're going to work your way up to it because what you're absorbing uh, during that feeling of connection with your mind body is amazing. And they're going to slowly see the progress. So the other thing, too, is that 
when the athletes are training, again, the visualization part, like if you're training and just to give you an example, you're doing like a bicep curl. Well, your thoughts can wander and go, you can think of last night's event or whatever it is that you had, but you're not really thinking of being right there in the moment. But if you do kind of something where it's very unique, where you're going, you know, you're going to do a bicep curl and then you're going to do a split lunge and then you're going to do a body weight jump squat. Well, now your, your brain has to think. You're asking it to do three things in one, in one thought. And by doing that, you're furthering your attention span. It's mm. like if I put five colors on the wall and I say, okay, ready, P? Touch the blue one. Touch the red one. You're going to be alert. But if I say, touch the blue one, there's only one blue and you're waiting for this blue. To, you know, there's only one thing to focus. So right. it's really, really important to focus in the visualization. Gotcha. All right. So first off, I'm colorblind, so don't don't pull that again with me. All right. That's that's unfair and and somewhat derogatory. Anyway, uh, but I get what you're saying. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. And I've been trying to work out my nephew over uh, FaceTime playing basketball. And is there a generation that's being raised right now that they think everything's instant gratification? And within 20 minutes, they're going to be able to do a lefty layup and, you know, hit a bank shot. I feel like, I don't think I was like that as a kid. I feel like I knew that, look, you need to put in the practice and you're not going to get results right away and like trust the process. So as you like work with people, how do you, how do you slow people down that are like buying something on Amazon in two clicks or, you know, I want this video. All right, like just go here. I go to YouTube. I find it. And then, and then you say, Oh, you want to do fitness? Well, that's going to be like 90 days of work. Like get your, like gear, you know, gear up. And like, this is not, you're not going to look in the mirror in two days and see what Tony Greco or Greco fitness or anybody's done for you. So how are you able to, you know, Jedi or like yoga? uh, What's the guy's name? Yoda. You know, how do you Yoda as people to be like, look, dude, just just like slow the fuck down. Yeah. Works. These are people I work with. Here's what my company's done. Here's the thousands of people that have gotten results, trust the process. Yeah. Talk to me about how you, how you've done that over time and how you deal with that in this rapid pace economy. Yeah. Well, the the one good thing is now that about that is that we do have the, you know, the internet that has a lot of great uh, scientific articles, like for instance, losing weight. Someone might say, yeah, I want to lose 30 pounds in a month. Well, it's like, realistically, you're not going to lose 30 pounds in a month. You can lose one to three pounds in a week. And that's making the proper, uh, eating habits and exercising properly. So you're building muscle, but you're not going to lose 30 pounds. Well, yeah, my friend did it. Well, your friend didn't do it right. Your friend is probably starving. Your friend's probably ill. So they're not realistic goals. So getting into people to understand that, you know, you have to have realistic goals. I call them directions, not even goals. So in order to go in the right direction, you got to have the right plan. And the right plan, like you said, is about three months work. I mean, if for someone that wants to lose weight, for someone that wants to see a little bit of muscle growth, I mean, you got to give yourself time. And there's a lot more to it than that than going on the internet and buying some diet scheme or buying some quick program that some guy that's chiseled that probably doesn't even do that workout, but is pushing it because he's making thousands of dollars on it. So is it, being realistic is the key. And that's where the individual person, the trust, you have to have good trust in that person. You have to see what they've done. And what they've accomplished, because everything has to be measured. I mean, it, it, I, I like to listen to a lot of advice for people. But the first thing I do now, especially trainers, this is my new line right now. 
because everybody everybody thinks they're the best trainer, right? Oh, my trainer does this. My trainer does that. You're my the best trainer. in Canada. Go What's on. that? You're the best one in Canada, I know. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So now I go, you know what? I go, look, what are we measuring here? Are we measuring Pete more strength? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, we're measuring strength. Okay, so how much strength does he gain in uh, uh, three months? Well, he's gained actually uh, 50 pounds on his uh, hex bar squat, uh, 50 pounds on his squat. Oh, great, so what did you do? Well, I did... Uh, you know, eccentric movements. I did this. He started with this. So now we get this formula. So it's like, wow, okay, that's cool. So now if that works, then great. Let's share it among trainers because we're all, we're here to uplift everybody. And as long as everything is measurable. And I just had a call the other day with uh, Washington Capitals uh, strength coach. One of his clients actually started to come with me and um, they, I guess he was training somewhere else. And, uh, He's like, Tony, I got to be honest. One of, one of his players, do you say? One of their players, yeah. Yeah, okay. So they're like, um, they're like, you know, the measurements came in. He needs to work on his upper body. He needs to work on his lower body. Like a lot of it, like he was being generous. I guess they didn't, he didn't score very well. Now, it wasn't that athlete's fault because I've seen him work. And this guy's determined. He's driven. It was the fact that he probably didn't have the right trainer, mentor, you know, everything that goes along with it. And maybe, you know, he got fit, but he wasn't giving the specific stuff that they have to excel in the game. Like if I'm, for instance, if I'm a power lifter, well, I'm not going to be a marathon runner. Like my brain's confused. Like, what do you want? No, dude, what do you want me to do? A power lifter? What do you want to be a, a marathon? Like you, you don't want to confuse the brain. So if you, if you have a direction on something that you want to measure as an individual, as far as being fit, do you want aesthetics? Do you want to run a marathon? Do you want to lose fat? Like, what is it that you want to do? Start with little uh, goals, little directions, see the progress, the progress will create interest. And then it'll, it'll help you expand different horizons where, look, you might start off where you might lose 10 pounds, but next in six months, you might want to run a half marathon in a year. You might want to compete and go and, you know, trial for a triple A hockey team. And so the sky's the limit because it's, it's step by step. You know, you start to see progress, which creates interest. And and that's what happens. You gotta you gotta always see progress because I think if you don't see progress, then again you're back down to feeling that you you haven't fulfilled something that you're trying to accomplish. Anytime you want to use the analogy of me of being able to lift another fifty pounds, like progression, I'm totally for that. We could do podcasts every week if you want. I'll bet you. I'll bet you'll get your strength <laughs> fifty pounds heavier. So I don't the, doubt it. I don't the, doubt the, it. The, the cool the cool thing now is uh, a lot of this like. Uh, triphasic training is training three different temples which i'm really fascinated about and that is like let's say you're trying to get stronger with your legs well yeah. if i take 85 percent of one rep max whatever you can do and i say okay Pete, take five seconds to do this so when you're going down what happens is number one you're remodeling the muscle tissue and number two you're creating this immune uh you know uh stress response stimulus where your brain's like Pete, you sure you got this and you're like dude i got it i got it. you sure i got it i got it so what happens is over the course of two weeks, you start to develop good density so it's able to resist force. Then two weeks after that, I say, okay, you know what, Pete? Now I'm going to get you to do a squat, drop right down, hold it for three seconds, and I'll push it up. So now you're doing that isometric pull where it's working at short contraction. So now you're able to resist force and push force. So when I get you back in two weeks and say, all right, Pete, you're ready. Here we go. Get out of that squat rack. And now you're going you're gonna to meet your max. You're going to be like, dude, 
this feels so easy because now you're in the concentric form where you're, you're right in your brain forward. and your brain's already conditioned to know that you can do it. So it's almost exactly. like, exactly. Almost like uh, mental support, you know, exactly. self, self mental support. Yeah. So when did you happen to watch the uh, Michael Jordan uh, last dance? Amazing. On Amazing. Unbelievable. Right? Amazing. Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, the, the one, the two takeaways for me, besides just kind of reliving my childhood, you know, was one, you know, the ability for him to be present in the moment and two, like the competitive nature of him in every, every walk of life or every game, or you just always wanted to win. And it, and it was such an outlier. And I wonder if anyone was able to diagnose that, like when he got drafted, like was anybody able to diagnose and say like, let me just tell you how, like, What's the barometer on how competitive this guy is or how much does he want to come out of the huddle and get the ball with three seconds left? Or how much does Giroux want to, you know, be right in front of the goal with two seconds left? Like how does, how does that get quantified or is there, are people starting to figure out like, Hey, let's test this guy's brain. Let's test this guy's judgment. Let's test his perseverance. Like how is that the next wave of like scientific analysis instead of like, Hey, this guy can jump 42 inches and he can run a four, four. Like, is that the next evolution of what you see happening? Well, you know what? You, you could see the way people's brain, you could do a brain scan, which is quite interesting because right now I'm working with a study with Ottawa Royal Hospital. And uh, it's, it's a study on mental health because, again, going back to the mind, I'm so fascinated on what it can do. So what I did is I met with a bunch of scientists, which were amazing. And what they do, Pete, is they do these, they perform these brain scans. So what happens is they test on how, you know, your neurotransmitters are, are, are basically at night, like your dopamine, your serotonin, uh, your, your, good feel, your, your good feel hormones. So what they do is they put patients that uh, are obviously suffering from depression and are on, are on uh, antidepressants, uh, stuff like Zoloft as far as prescription goes. So what they do is they go, okay, now I'm going to put this person through a kind of a circuit style mini circuit where you're, you know, throwing a medicine ball, jumping over a hurdle, uh, you know, running back and forth. So at that specific time, their, their front cortex of their brain is, is igniting, meaning that it's releasing their dopamine, which is their feel good hormones. So what they do is they measure that through a brain scan to see the way everybody can think. Mm -hmm. So hopefully the key is to wee off people off the medication. But we're not going to go into that study, but if you look at if you look at guys like Giroux and uh, Michael Jordan, all these leaders, I think deep down inside they they are born leaders. Meaning that you, I'm not saying you can't improve, but these are people that can make a decision in a fraction of a second. Like you said, mm-hmm. being present. Where I think people can improve, but you either have it or you don't. You will be better. But I think leaders are born. You know, they're they they're not they're not made. And, and I think this is a kind of guy that, you know, if you look at taking shots in the dark, like I mean, who the heck does that? You know, just little things that the average people don't do. Now we can tell you, Pete, Tony, go and go and take shots at night and you'll improve your game. We might do it, but I think if it's not really in our DNA, we'll be better, but we won't be the best. Yeah. And that's just my mind. I, I was watching this guy do a Ted talk the other day. I can't remember his name, but he was, a. Uh a brain surgeon and he said he's done 800 brain scans. Right. And it was about what he's learned. And he put up pictures of, you know, here's a person that has, 
you know, see, uh, you know, has, has brain damage, you know, saw on a CT scan. And then he showed, here's somebody who has OCD. And actually I had like markers just for OCD, which I thought was more of a behavior. Mm -hmm. I didn't really know that it would show up as like a marker in the brain. I wonder if the next evolution of identifying great athletes is say, okay, let's do all these physical, you know, uh, drills and let's see what your time and, and stats are. And then let me see if your brain scan, like how close is your brain scan as compared to like Jordan or Drew or Kobe or, I mean, it would be really interesting if that's from what you're saying, it sounds like they're probably markers. Well, we'll put it this way. I mean, we all know that when people do exercise, um, they release BDNF. That's brain-derived nootropic factor. I call it the miracle growth so, of the brain. So the minute you start to do intense stuff, you know, like your, like your soul cycle, like you're, you're on a high after that. I mean, you're on a high going in. I know when you're going out, you feel so much better. So, you got a camera in my room or something? You saw me, man. <laughs> a ring? Hack my ring? <laughs> com. All right, cool. No, you're right. You're right. I'm fired up. I'm yeah, fired, fired up when I go in so, there. So, so, so there's a fact there that, you know, that's what your brain releases. So at that specific moment, you know, now they're able to see that you carry that behavior change, you know, eight hours after the workout. So if that's a prescription, call it a medicine for the brain to get out there and be active, that's why I love the halo so much, then go and do it because that's like an instant brain, you know, medication that's free. And right. it's going to yeah. keep you around a lot longer and it's going to make you feel a lot better. So there, I think, you know, eventually they should be, or I think there probably will be very easy ways to test uh, brain scans to see if, you know, if you could react quicker and, and if, if you can have your neurotransmitters firing a lot faster. I mean, I can definitely ask the scientists. I have a meeting with them once this whole COVID thing is over. Hopefully in a few months we can get back to reality. But uh, I'll definitely keep you posted because that's one of the studies we're doing. We're taking participants that suffer uh, from depression and measuring their brains at the beginning. Then we're going to put them through exercise circuits. And then at the end, we're going to measure their brain again, see how they were able to do within that 10-week span. And I'd love to use the study for my talk. I know there's several doctors out there. One of them is, uh, I think, Dr. John Ratey wrote a book called Spark. He's actually a Harvard graduate. Oh, yeah, yeah. You. yeah. Uh, and, you know, he, he, he wrote a book and he was able to see and put these, you know, these kids that write these uh, tests every year uh, and, you know, how they scored so much higher by incorporating exercise, oh. you know, 30 minutes a day. So it's like stats like that are things that really open up your eyes and go, look, I mean, it's, we're not saying this because we're in the business. We're saying it because it's reality. I mean, look, if you want me to meet you at the Ottawa Royal Hospital and I can get a free brain scan, bro, I'm totally in. Just let me know. <laughs> Next time you pick come me, Ottawa, pick me up a baggage up. claim with the guys that you know at the airport so I can get through quicker. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I know you do a lot of journaling and you write down things and that's kind of a reaffirmation and, and get your mind right. It's probably one of the most basic tasks you could do. So just g- give us a little insight into what your day looks like and how even at, at the elite level that I believe that you are and that you actually are, mm-hmm. uh, you know, how you look at yourself and be like, Hey man, I can, I got actually a couple more stairs that I can climb. Yeah. So what I, what I started to do is, uh, first thing in the morning, and I strongly recommend this to anybody that's an entrepreneur, uh, has gone through obstacles, uh, you know, has had its ups and downs, like pretty much everybody in the world. I mean, it's not going to be a, a great day every day, but again, you choose that. So if you can choose to make it a great day every day, it's going to be amazing. 
amazing. So first thing in the morning, you know, as soon as you wake up, you you, you just recite a simple thing. And I always say, look, I'm grateful because I'm still here. I'm breathing. So it's like life isn't that bad because at the end of the day, you know, all you have is time and health. So if you're waking up and you're here, you're like, I'm here. How bad can this be, right? So being grateful, acceptance, and adjusting. You hear that word a lot now is basically accepting, accepting and awareness, being aware that you're here right now in the present moment. Then you can either do this close with your eyes closed or you can just take deep breathing where you start to, you know, breathe really deep down from the diaphragm, like 10 deep breaths, which is really easy for people to start. Just breathe in, take 10 deep breaths. And when you're doing that, what you're doing is you're creating the rhythm of your brain. So that way you're not thinking of what you have to do today. You're not thinking, you try to do this. Now people are going, I listened to you, Tony. I've tried. It didn't work. Of course. Well, first time you did a bicep, did it grow your bicep muscle? No. What about the second time, the third time, the fourth? Oh, wait a minute. You've been training for three months. Now you got some biceps. So consistency to this uh, exercise is going to be key to success because it's going to teach your brain to calm down. Then from there, you're going to start off today. It's going to be a great day because I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go and do soul cycle. I'm going to do this. So you put your workout down and you put exactly some of the fuel you're going to put in your body. So then what happens is now you almost have made a mental note to you of accountability. Then what happens is you start your day and you'll see this like, oh, in case you forgot, or, oh, I have to have my breakfast. Oh, I got to have my smoothie or my oatmeal, you know, all the great choices that you decide. Then from there, it's like, okay, I got to have my workout because you know how it is. It's very easy to deflect that and go do something outside your workout. No, 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 no. You need to work because that's what's going to steer you in the path. Because I believe if you have a workout every day, you have way more focus. You're going to be way more happier. You're going to feel so good about yourself. Trust me. I know you know this, but people that are listening, just try those steps and they can email you, Pete, and and we can even answer questions for people. So, um, is making yeah, sure that great. you hold yourself accountable. So then what you do is at the end of the day, because everybody at the end of the day kind of has a little bit of quiet time. So then all you do is you go, you, you look at your journey like, okay, what was so great about today? Well, I, 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 I took my 10 breaths. I made better eating habits. Yes, I did have a workout. I'm still feeling it. So these are the steps. So right. what you're going to feel, the outcome of those exercises you cannot put a price to because it's about you. It's about your health. It's about your, your, your mental focus, your spiritual connection with yourself. And I'll tell you, when you do that, you are more connected to people. You're more connected with yourself. You, things start to happen. I, I know I, you might think I'm like, what's this guy talking about? Just watch and see. You know, the, the minute you, you're, you surround yourself with this whole positive kind of feeling about yourself, Whenever these negative thoughts come in, because you're so good at what you're doing, you're able to deflect it, you know, as opposed to get stirred into the crap and be around the toxic energy. You don't want that because at the end of the day, you can't buy time and you can't buy your health. So why would you want to do that to yourself? Yeah. So just in closing here, and it's been great talking to you, by the way, um, you know, one of the things that's hit me over the last, you know, nine weeks or so is that I'm really productive because I'm not running at 150 miles an hour. And I've actually like deliberately like slowed my own cadence down. And I've actually gotten a lot of clarity during that period of time. Do you think that, you know, whether it's in North America, whether it's globally, that people will start to do what you're saying. And, you know, we got this uh, 
a little personal KPI um, post uh, postcard that Ganelin, you get to send out to Tony with the with the article. But um, you know, people, you know, maybe this this pandemic was almost unfortunately necessary, you know, because like things were just going too fast, and I don't think people even enjoyed the roller coaster ride because they couldn't even fucking see everything was so blurry as they were going by it didn't even really matter so as much as it's terrible and i hope that they find a cure quickly i feel like maybe this could be something that level sets people for the future to say okay look your highlight reel might include 10 breaths it might include just getting a workout in and you know what that's a good highlight reel yeah Totally, totally, totally agree with you. A thousand percent. You know what? You're, you're totally right. That's what happened is, you know, the good thing, one of the good things that came up is coming out of this is that people had no choice to put the brakes on because what happens is, is that a lot of people were now realized that they don't need as much. They can focus on themselves. Um, I, like I said, I mean, I'll use me for an example. I mean, and, and you know, you and I, we're like ADDDD because we're going, going, going. We're just yeah. so yeah. hyper, but it's like, now that I've taken this course, I'm like, you know what? You start to like just massage and relax things or it's like, wow, you know what? Slow down, slow down. Because at the end of the day, I mean, you could think and, and more clearly and you could focus more. So if you're not, I think what happened was people were so stuck to routines that this is why, you know, the minute you change the way you think and start focusing on new things that can take you to where you want to be, you're going to start to attract it. So you're going to feel better about yourself. So again, just in conclusion, like, I don't know how everybody that's listening to this is feeling, but if you're a thousand percent happy with yourself, then you know what, continue to do what you're doing. But if you're not, and you wake up and you probably have worse days than better days, then ask yourself, why is that? And then if you focus, because you can change that, that's the thing you can change that. Don't rely on anybody else to change it. You can change that just the way you think. So if you start to incorporate, you know, those exercises and being right here in the present moment by really changing the way your brain thinks and, you know, like actually living in the moment, like creating, I'm talking like pictures in your mind where you're like, you're actually there. Like I'm talking to you, like I'm jacked up right now because I see you. Whereas if I was, you know, talking about Pete Moore and you weren't around, I wouldn't be the same. But if you could see those really clear picture in your Coach mind, I talk behind my back, bro. <laughs> but if you can see those clear pictures right in front, uh, uh, like in your brain and you create this film, it's amazing. And you just go through it and, and enjoy the ride and just take good people with you because a lot of people are willing to help too. Like there's a lot of great people out there and that's the people that you want to be around. With. Yeah. I think the other thing just with, with the whole COVID is um, in, in an, in an indirect way, it's kind of a great excuse for people to say, Hey, you know, I can't pay that bill right now. I need an extra six months or, you know what? I had time to actually think about my business and I, I, it doesn't give me joy. Like my job is not something that I enjoy. So it's almost like you, people have had time to stop and, and evaluate their life as if they're looking down upon it. And you could say, I'm going to change that. And you actually have time now. And I, we, Gannel and I have been doing these podcasts and webinars. We tell people, look, this is like halftime in your business. Well, like in between the second and third period, and you have 20 minutes and you can pivot. You can come up with an entirely different strategy. You can put different players on the field, yeah. you know, on the, on the ice. Sorry about that. I do know hockey. <laughs> My bad. You do. You do. We've been, been to several games with you. Hopefully we can I get got, a chance to see a few more. 
Dude, I got a, I got a new stick. I got an ABS uh, street hockey stick. Oh, it's yeah? got some new technology in it. I don't know. Tell my brain thinks my brain thinks I'm better. Are you so maybe it works. I'm not sleeping with it. I mean, I'm throwing. You're sniping. I'm, Are you sniping some goals? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I've been sniping the, my dad's uh, garage. The, like, the brown paint is coming off because I got I got one of those orange. Uh, Pot uh, balls? balls. Oh. Yeah, I'm just crushing it. It looks like it's like it's like brown and, and yellow. I'll take a picture and send it to you. Oh, man. Oh, I got one right here, bro. <laughs> yeah, check this out, dude. I got I got five of these in the mail. <laughs> Let me just get my stick. They hurt. They hurt, too. They hurt. <laughs> he's he's not messing around, Tony. It's serious. Oh wow. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't know what this is, but I'll pay for it. Right? It's gotta be better <laughs> than whatever day I thought it was. Oh man. Yo, you get a I'll give you a Mylux stick. And if I said to you, I'll get you a Mylux stick with ABS in it, you'd be like, I'll take the ABS. I don't even know how to know what it's about. <laughs> Send it. Let's see it. <laughs> gotcha. I'll send you. I'll send you that stuff. Right. Wow. Yo, bro, it's great talking to you. Keep doing great things up there. And uh, yeah, let's let's figure out how to to keep a dialogue going, or bring you to, to some of our events when we get back going again, or some webinars. Because I think people need to hear this and know that they're in control. And they need to know. They need to know they're in control, Pete. And they gotta they gotta take the time to do the homework. And the homework, like I said, is. You know, repeating those affirmations, getting into meditation. I mean, meditation, if you if you said meditation a few years ago, someone would look at you like, dude, what are you, like some yoga guy? It's like, I'm not meditating. But again, it's the exercise of the mind. So give yourself a little bit of time to really get into it, uh, write things down, make sure you get proper sleep, and start feeding positive thoughts on a regular basis and watch and see what happens. And here's the other thing. If people have trouble, I say, you know what? Go get one of those positive cards. Uh, you can get these motivational positive cards and just every day pick one. And it's just a message that it recites you because some people need to hear it from somebody else, right? I hear you. All right, man, I'm going to close on four words. Strong mind, lean body. Yes, there it is. <laughs> Thanks to Halo. <laughs> Be in touch soon. All right, I'm going to rip this podcast, take out whatever I don't like, and I'm going to post it. All right, okay, bro. thank you. Let me know I'll bombard it. Yeah, okay. We'll do. All right, bro. Thanks, Tony. Thank you, man. Very right, good. Awesome talking to you. That was fun. Yeah. You too, brother. Later, man. Give a shout out to my good friends at lassogear.com. L-A-S-S-O-G-E-A-R.com. I want to give you 20% off using the code Halo Talks on the best compression socks on the planet. I've been using them during the pandemic. My field goal kicking is further and stronger than it's ever been. Check out these socks, you'll love them. They got an L and an R to make it easy to put on each foot. Enjoy it, trust me, you'll love them.